looking back at where the journey begun I really am feel say that I'm strong, I'm strong All praises to the most I want Look at where I'm coming from Looking back at where the journey begun I really am feel say that I'm strong, I'm strong All praises to the most I want Make me tell you about the life of a queen in a this your concrete jungle Where am I? Where can I go to hide? The clouds place themselves apart from the sky Like my tears hung on underneath my jaw On edge, on standby, on mute, on fire Complicated thoughts rotate aligned with the sound of harsh gasps. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I have the strength anymore to start again. This beginning is more challenging than the last. My mind needs time to process. I need time to recognise and solve each act by each person. <laughs> don't, you, don't you understand? The disguise is too hard to bear. But I don't care today. Maybe tomorrow. I'm like a child. A child who needs to learn how to write his name again and again. I like sand, but I try chalk in, instead. I stumble because my guideline has gone from the eyes of deceit and hurtful words. Numbness soothes me fine. Intellectually, I become more intellectual every day, but my heart, my heart feels hurt. But my head is hurting more. Let me draw for another cup of tea. It's the only thing that works right now. Hello guys, how are you? How are you? Happy New Year to everyone and anyone listening near or far. Happy New Year and I just want to say a good morning, good evening, a good night from wherever you are listening to and a hey hey to go with it too. So yeah, just welcome and if it's your first time listening 
to Lucia Wonders Why podcast. Um, a really, really big hello to you and thank you for even tuning in or, you know, um, being curious to know what this podcast is about. We are on season four, episode one, like I told you uh, last year that um, this is going to be something different. Um, this podcast season four, episode one, um, is all based on the monologue um, called Dented Smiles, which shall be released on all social media platforms in February. And be sure to check out within the description um, much more information about that. So this season, it's going to be based on the monologue Dented Smiles and the specific name of the monologue is called guided lines. So I hope you enjoy this new feel um, for what I've got cooking, you know, season for y'all. And, and, um, and I hope you find it very um, food for, for thought. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. So my Lucia wonders why thoughts is based on the expression called back to square one. Um, it's a, a well-known expression and phrase that is used, you know, when someone says back to square one, you know, when someone says back to square one, it's basically going back to the beginning of something. Um, it's a popular saying where people always, well, you mostly hear people talk about it in regards to, um, a, a troubled relationship, whether it's, um, with a loved one whether it's with a family member, whether it's with a close friend and you've grown up really, really close with one another. Um, it's always going back to the square one and starting over. And you'll also hear the other phrase called um, going back to the drawing board. Yeah, there's a, uh, a wonderful singer and artist uh, named by Terry Walker and she's actually got a song called um, Back to the Drawing Board, Drawing Board. So I remember that back in the day, popular tune. Um, so yes, so the four things that we will be indulging on is can you start again? Uh, the feelings that go with, you know, back to square one, the lessons that you learn with back to square one and the wise words that I can offer you in regards to back to square one. <laughs> so let's get stuck into it. Um, I think if you don't know how to tackle um, being stuck, um, if you don't have a support system, um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, family related support system, just a good, positive, humble, very open minded, well understood group of people that, you know, you can confide in, um, that is very honest with you, that is very loyal to you as well. If you don't have that, um, it can be quite difficult to, ta to tackle a situation or an issue where you feel stuck. Um, and I always think to myself that there is no question whatsoever in regards to can you start over again? And, and my personal answer is yes, yes, you can. But you have to make that choice of your own free will by yourself. It has to be something that you're ready for. Um, the whole point of, you know, life, 
is, is, you know, learning lessons through life. I will get onto lessons a little bit later. But for now, in answering the question, can you start over again? Going back to square one, you can. Um, the whole point is rebuilding yourself. Um, some people might say, well, once you turn an adult, you know, 18, 19, 20, you become a man, you become a real woman. And in all honesty speaking, there's so much more to life that, you know, you've still got to go through and understand. It could be just the early stages, but it doesn't mean that you're you're there yet. You know, you're, you're fully experienced. Um, and everyone has different lengths and me- measurements of time. So in, in my personal opinion, you know, making peace through whatever difficulty that you have gone through is very, very important. But it takes time um, for every person going through whatever difficulty, you know, bringing peace to yourself, understanding the process of either what's happened to you or what's happened to someone close to you. It takes time. You have got to decide how you react to the situation. You know, you decide how you're going to go forth from that. When you're back to square one, these are some of the things in terms of you question, can you start again? And that's why my answer will always be, yes, you can start again. Um, Just like a keyboard, um, you know, I would say similarly to a keyboard, a keyboard has that backspace, um, that delete button, whatever you, you know, you're, you're comfortable in calling it, but you know, you type something and, and you, you know, you erase it because, oh, it's a mistake. It's the wrong letter. It's the wrong word. And then you, you type over something new. Whereas in life, um, for example, once you've done something, you've done something. If you're walking and you drop an egg, you drop an egg, (laughs) you know, it's already cracked. It's already, you know, splattered. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, and you know, if you, if you just get up just to get the remote, or if you touch your hand on a hot surface by accident, it's already happened. You've already felt it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's the same as if you say certain words in the atmosphere, especially if you're in a, oh, an angry, you know, moment, or if you say something that you, you know, you're going to regret, but you, you just say in the heat of the moment, then again, it's already happened. So that's why I say similarly to a backspace button, you you know, you can't redo something once it's done or said. So you can restart your life, you can start over. Um, if people in prison, some people choose to restart their life again, once they're let out, you know, you think of, you know, school systems, for example, every school system has to have some kind of Um, behavior guidelines in place, a reward system in place and enables pupils and students, um, you know, and universities and colleges to to restart over whatever mistake that has been made. Um, You know, some are very minor mistakes and some are very major mistakes. But the point is, there, there are things in place to restart over. And we're in a time now, even though, yes, we are under you know, the virus and and national lockdown and and things like that. But before then, when um, schools were more more operated um, normally from what we're used to, it would be that you've got the pastoral care manager, 
um, alongside, you know, the headmistress or the headmaster for the school. You've got your learning mentors as well as the teaching assistant. And you've got the external supporters like the child psychologists, the social worker, different things. So you've got all these support systems in place to enable a child either to be heard and to restart over again or, you know, to help the family you know, or a particular individual, a guardian, whatever it may be. So you can start your life over again. I'm sure there are stories in religious books. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't have the top answers <laughs> for anything religious, but I'm sure there are many stories out there in different, um, you know, religious books, you know, the Quran, um, for those that, um, you know, you are Muslim, you've got also Christianity, you've got the Bible, you've got different types of Christianity as well. You've got um, different types of religious books that have different examples of prophets or people who were a bad character and they end up changing from bad to good through a life lesson of, of what they went through and their realisation and most importantly, going back to square one and understanding yourself. So my answer, my final answer, um, you can start over whether you're a victim or whether you're at fault. So it's a yes. Um, I would say moving on, you've got the the feelings, um, which is something that I mentioned earlier, the feelings to going back to square one. Now, depending on what situation you have gone through, going back to square one can take some time. It can even take a longer time if somebody is on the influence of drugs or around the wrong set of people. It can take a further long length of time and the struggles can be real you know, really, really real um, to the point where the person could eventually just be homeless because of going through whatever they've gone through, it's numbed them so much. It's destroyed their mental process so much. The emotions to go with it, it's so hard. They may not have a strong support system around them and therefore it 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 it's just goes beyond the word of difficulty and then there's layers of depression and then there's different types of depression that can lead people to do different things um the feelings so with feelings from what i can say is um the way you choose to react to something the way we react to something some people might say well that that determines how you feel and when I thought about it, it's no, <laughs> no, um, not necessarily um, how you react determines how you feel, because sometimes some people go into a phase of numbness and they don't react, but they're reacting inside they're reacting in the actions that they choose to do, but it may not be as expressive as how some people would um, oppose uh, for a person to be from a particular situation. 
for example, if someone has had um, their house robbed, let's use that as an example. Someone has had their house robbed, they didn't have home insurance or whatever it may be, whatever state or wherever you're living, and nothing was protected, they never had security, nothing like that, and all their possessions and everything that they've kept throughout their entire life or majority of their life has been stolen and they've come home and there's been a huge break-in. Now that can really devastate a person down to the brink. That can really go past, oh, you know, give it a couple of months and then they'll be, you know, back to, no. Everyone takes going back to square one differently, you know, and it can happen to the most intelligent, talented, ambitious people where you you can drown. And it's almost like, I think just the thought now, me remembering when I was about um, 10 or 11, I went to the swimming baths, you know, to learn to swim, uh, not by choice, but you know, you, you just do these things, don't you? As um, you're told, and basically, you know, I drowned. I don't think that, you know, the woman at the time who was training me with the rest of kids in our little narrow lane, I don't think she caught me quick enough. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And I remember the water going through my nostrils and it was just like to close my eyes. And, you know, my arms were flapping everywhere like a fish. And, you know, uh, I'm not exactly a tall person, but, you know, it's, it's my feet. I couldn't feel the ground. I couldn't feel the ground. And that was scary because... I was in this uh, water, um, it appeared to some people where it wasn't deep, but because I'm short, well, it was deep for me, I couldn't feel anything, <laughs> do you know what I mean, and my arms are flapping everywhere, and I'm just, I just want to be saved, so it, it's, it's like that feeling of drowning on a serious note, you know, being stuck, you know, you feel confused, depending on the situation, again, you can feel worthless, you know, to the point where if you've been made a fool of, oh gosh, depending on the individual and how they take that, oh gosh, that can just knock a sucker out, to be honest with you. And people always think grief only refers to bereavement, grief only refers to someone who's passed away, or, you know, if you've had a a miscarriage or, you know, for women and, and particularly things like that. I personally think grief can happen when you, for example, you've, 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 um, you've lost a friend, but I'm not talking about you've lost a friend in regards to death. It could be you've grown up together all your life and the person gets married and then for some reason that, that person changes, they, 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 you know, you lose a close friend. You can have grief where you and your your grandparent or you and your father, you know, um, may not have seen eye to eye growing up. And then all of a sudden you reach adulthood, something tragic has happened between you two. And then the relationship has just gone, disappeared. So you can have grief in different forms. You can have someone who is in a couple with somebody and they move to a different country. And all of a sudden that that one person out of the couple has to suffer um, in a sense and abide by this new way of living because um, their partner wants them to live in this part of the city 
um, where it's better life, better opportunities. And, and that person, the other person could be from a life of, of the country, you know, so it's adjusting and not having any friends and not having any support and feeling alone. It can be all of those things there that is grief and you just feel isolated. You just feel alone and your friends are far away and not everybody's on the technology like you are or you used to be. So grief is not just only a death perspective, in my opinion. Um, and I feel like with feelings of going back to square one, you know, we get the feeling when something you 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 just find it hard to process. You find it hard to fathom. Your mind wants to push and control, you know, the understanding of what you think or thought has happened or who you thought you knew. But they turn out not to be the person who you thought, who who you once knew. Um, so it's like your mind's one place, but then your feelings and how you feel inside your chest that is a whole nother thing. And sometimes the two don't coordinate and you are stuck. You're just absolutely stuck. And it's because if you're a person as well, so used to being in control, oh my goodness. Oh, that can even send you down um, an unwinding narrow path in, you know, losing your mind or lose, you feel like you're losing yourself, the buzz that you once had as a person, it's lost because someone has done something to you so in depth, so shocking that your emotional management has now completely changed, you're experiencing feelings that you've never felt, you don't know what's going on, you thought you had everything in its order or people were in certain circles that everything is just upside down just like you're flipping a pancake you know it's crazy and you're trying to process certain things can be hard and it doesn't matter what age you are some people will be like oh you know child it's a lot more difficult I'm telling you now um, as an adult you can have just as much as a challenging situation as much as a child experiencing it at a child um again it goes back to you can start over in life from you know back to square one but the measurements for anybody is different you know not everybody recovers the same time and everybody has to venture out differently to get themselves renewed again you know what I mean some people might be like oh you know I need to be baptized I need to go under the water again some people like you know what I need to go into new exercises and process my mindset differently I need to change the group of people that I hang around with I need to change my job you know I need to to do certain things I need to you know uh take responsibility with my well-being now because this has now happened to me you know but again it all takes time so say saying this and staying stuck um can make some people just numb and not and not feel and 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 when someone's in that moment or period of time it it takes whatever time that person or whatever pace that person wants to go at, you know, you've got to be able to understand that when you're going back to square one, 
you may not recognize some of the feelings that you're going through and then that can be a whole new perspective to you so feelings is very very important and these are just some of the brief things that I'm just skimming um briefly through when it comes to going back to square one starting your life again going back to that drawing board trying to recuperate trying to manage trying to identify trying to breathe <laughs> trying to breathe through it all trying to breathe because it does affect your breathing believe it or not it does you may not think oh, i'm breathing but i'm breathing now i'm breathing fine i'm all right what's she talking about do you know what i mean no your breathing can change through difficulty of relationships situationships relationships with family relationships with friends relationships with you know people in your community relationships with associates do you know what i mean it can have that effect which we move swiftly on um quite nicely actually into lessons lessons learned from going back um into you know square one lessons i think some of the lessons that you can learn um through being stuck and and going back to square one restarting a life again um is is what you choose to tolerate what you choose to to accept you know integrity integrity is not like um you know you go into the new look stores or h&m and you know oh my gosh that dress yes integrity i'm gonna put that on you know if that's me you know no it's not something you can go out and shop for it's actually something you can grow into or you just naturally have um and you know integrity for me is 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 many things but you know some people associate integrity to when you stand up for yourself when you believe in yourself you've got many famous leaders um who are key examples of that as well as people in your local community or in your family that you might look up to you know to have integrity you know people who you surround yourself by can can give that integrity to you and to them I also think that being consistent and being clear, you know, through, you know, your morals, through your ethics, that can hold integrity as well. So, you know, life lessons can make you grow into having integrity for yourself, learning to have integrity for yourself. Uh, a big key thing as well something that I can relate to is fear now fear is a whole nother podcast <laughs> in itself whole nother thing where you get your cup of tea and you dunk your biscuit in the tea and it's one of them it's just honestly fear is a whole nother thing and I think you've got so many broken down segments to fear it's it's unbelievable but I think facing fear in you know is a key lesson um, that I've learned and I'm sure many of you listening um, either have gone through or maybe currently going through um, that, you, you know, you're learning that lesson of not sabotaging yourself as well um, and making sure you're not sabotaging your development. You know, don't limit yourself um, when it comes to going back to square one some people are hurt so bad, again, depending on the situation, that they then limit themselves. 
because they gave so much of themselves to the other person. And I'm not necessarily talking about a romantic relationship. You know, you can give yourself so much to a friend that to the point where you, you are so broken based on what that person has done or said or both done and said to you. So you, it's one of those things where you, I wouldn't, I would say that you, you learn through facing fear and you've got to face yourself. You've got to be honest and true to yourself. Um, in that and and you grow in honesty and you only can grow in honesty again going back to the point that I just mentioned if you face your fear Um, whether you're the victim or whether you're at fault Um, life lessons I think as well a key thing this is something that I've spoken on my podcast um, uh, a a few episodes ago actually um, in different seasons, forgiveness, forgiveness, um, forgiveness happens in the individual's own time. That's something that you can't rush anyone, anyone. You cannot rush somebody. I don't care if you're the pastor. I don't care if you're the imam. I don't care who you may be. You could be the highest person in in any government or organization. And you can't dictate to tell someone when they need to forgive. You know what I mean? You can advise them and suggest that maybe in the future when you, you know, you sort yourself out and you you take your time that you could, you know, find a way to try and forgive that person. But that only comes through all the work of working on yourself and getting through that situation, whatever's happened to you. Yeah. So forgiveness, you grow through these things. And, you know, there's a a interesting saying as well um, that, you know, one one day you'll realize that some people you'll never see again. And and at least not the same way you saw them before. And um, that is that is quite true. I remember having a conversation recently and I, I remember, you know, that came to my mind. You just you just won't see that person the same ever again. Because it's it's been so traumatic that it's 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 just hard to comprehend you know, what has happened. Um, but you're at that stage and space where, you know, you're 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 ready to go back to square one and restart your life again. Um, it, it, it happened in in many situations and many friends that I have um, spoken to, male and female, um, where they've had to restart their life. And some people I know they've had to restart their life as a single parent when the plan was not for that to be. But, you know, as they say, life happens. Um Coping mechanisms is another one. Coping mechanisms through your life lessons. You begin to learn and understand how you cope with things and you learn what works for you and what's safe for you and what's best. And if you're a person that likes to react quite out there as an outburst, then it's also a key thing to think about the way you react around other people because you either can harm other people or you can frighten other people. So you may want to find a safe space where you can express um, 
you know, how you truly feel, you know, we will go on to that in terms of, you know, my wise words of, of some of the things that, that could help with going back to square one, you know, um, the coping mechanisms is something that I can say that I've gone through. You learn different stages and ways to cope and you learn what's healthy and you learn what's not healthy and you recognize the signs of, you know, what hurt you the, the, the last time that you, you're, you're not necessarily going to look for it again, but you, you just recognize those signs to say, you know what, what I will tolerate and what I won't tolerate. And I think it's very important as well that you don't, you know, blame, uh, you know, if you are the victim for something, you don't blame everything on yourself. Um, but it's important as well to take responsibility and, and don't always play the victim card as well. You can go through something, but don't hold on to that victim card for life, you know, and use it as an excuse for everything and anything. You know what I mean? I've come across one person in my life like that. She just uh, just held on to everything and everything was all the way from back in the 1950s and you know we're in 2018 and we're still holding back so don't hold on to everything you know um whether you're a victim um or at fault you make that responsibility when you're going back to square one you see how I always say it like that back to square one you make that decision to restart a life and you 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 recover and you grow from it and you learn from it and you use it which leads me on to wise words yes wise words um the wise words that I would have for people out there listening to this podcast, listening to myself, which again, I appreciate your time, is um, writing. I love to write. That's just me. Not everybody loves to write. Um, some people like to type. Cool. Fine. Some people like to paint. Some people like to draw. Some people like to take a picture. Some people like to do things differently, take a walk, you know, be eventful, be creative. And it is a bit difficult within this lockdown that we're in, but you have to find ways to go about it, safe ways. So it's like you can write, you can walk and express yourself safely. Um, You know, some people choose to journal their feelings journal their feelings in the morning. Some people choose to journal how they feel at night. Some people like to meditate on something religious to help them get their their mindset right. You know, some people like to create a, a lovely atmosphere, you know, where they are just, you know, in meditation mode on their yoga mat, you know, YouTube music meditation mode on and, you know, just having that Himalaya kind of light and candle just there, you know, infusing a positive, clear mind. Some people are like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's it, my wise words is create a safe, expressive way for you to release how you're feeling at that moment, at that time. Um, don't stumble on your weaknesses, you know, acknowledge them write them down if you're comfortable to do so but don't stumble on them as well that's my wise words as well um don't resist in what you have you have personally suffered um everyone goes through some kind of suffering 
And I'm not talking, you know, you're standing in the queue in Asda and you, you ain't got time for this person in front of you that can't find their purse. I'm talking real life situations of suffering. And some people suffer in their childhood, go right the way up to adulthood. And some people suffer in their adulthood and not in their childhood. It varies for everyone on earth. I tell you that now. Um, so don't suffer and resist the suffering as as harsh as it may sound go through it it is emotional it is painful it is draining you need time out if you're too much on the social media come off you know have a pause have a break give yourself some time to heal and that is important um have that support to support yourself and it's important that you go through it because it can be quite tense and your body can become tense where you don't even know because you're just so used to being how you are in your body. And um, eventually you will find that you will be able to relax. I think as well to add to my wise words, you know, don't surrender in being stuck. Um, that's something that I can say from, you know, years of, of, experience I've experienced that a couple of years ago where you just you're almost like in that mode where you just surrender to to feeling stuck but if you're like me (laughs) my mindset is just you know um you don't give up you you get back up you get back up and you sort yourself out after you've understood and processed what's gone on so do that you know, which leads me to um, remember now that some people, I remember when I was in uni and certain part of my course, I was having difficulty and I went to Nottingham to do some kind of like project for a week and had to speak to like a counsellor and stuff like that. I think it's really, really important to, you know, get your head game right. Some people might be like, oh, counsellor, it's only for those that are, you know, got mental health issues. But actually, think about it. If you need surgery somewhere on your body, you're going to go to the hospital. And once it's authorised by the doctor and whatever, you're going to get that surgery to fix it, fix yourself, isn't it? You know, it's almost like you watch those programmes where some people um have a breast reduction um you know quite fair and necessarily so based on you know how large the, the breasts are and you know it's it's really pulling them down or you know some people have a um pro- problems with their heart you know um and, and people go to a cardiologist you know and, and get it and get it sorted so if that's the case then why can't you go to someone to help um, understand and organize your your thought process in what you're finding difficult to to manage through whatever situation has happened to you or if you're having difficulty at uni and you're really struggling with this module you really can't grasp it it could be how you're doing your assignments it could be how you're understanding the module you know like I went I went and saw a counselor at uni to help me understand um like the evolution module that I was really I couldn't grasp it in the psychology realm I really but I got through it but it helps it helps for someone to give a, a different perspective an open mind to things as long as they don't judge you which they shouldn't in their practice 
um, they're, they're there for that support. They're there for um, that, that helping hand to help you with your thoughts so you can move on um, from, you know, being back to square one. So I think that some some of the things there is some of the things that I can say helps you to be kind to yourself. Um, don't suffer in silence. Do the best with what you can and what you have. So those are my thoughts um, from my wise words. And, and this is all based on the topic of, you know, starting back from the drawing board where you've got to restart your life again back to square one so I want to say thank you for listening I know it has been some time I'm very very uh, much appreciative of your listening ear whether you're chilling with something to eat whether you are cleaning the home and you listen to me at the same time listen I am truly truly grateful you can check me out on Radio Public Apple Overcast, Google, the famous Spotify, um, would you believe? Uh, Podbean and tune in. You can catch me on the Instagram. You can catch me on Facebook with um, my name, L-U-S-H-E-A. Type me in. You will see me as the official Lucier Soul on Instagram. You can catch me on there. And I would like to say a goodbye to you all. And a reminder to look out for the description um, of when the Dented Smiles Guidelines monologue is out. So I'll love you, leave you, peace and blessings. See ya. Life of a queen in a dish, your concrete jungle.